Yes, 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 it's episode 74 of Griff's Brain Dub. It's me, Griff, obviously. Um, it's Sunday, just after England just won <laughs> 6 1 against Panama and scored against just a bunch of uh, rugby players. Second, not second, uh, Sunday League style methods there from Panama. But big them up. Do you see the way they celebrate their one goal they got? Um, crazy. Crazy. Scored by some kind of 37-year-old coffee bean farmer or something like that. <laughs> I'm sure who guy was. That's the World Cup I'm talking about. These guys have second jobs and first, even first jobs. This football thing's just a little hobby I've got. Mate, I'm at the World Cup. Now I can't come to work this Monday. Now I'm at the World Cup. But you're watching it, now I'm playing. That's that's what I, that's what the World Cup is about for me. Big teams smashing small teams. But yeah, fair play England. I'm not usually a big England fan. I'm not anti-England. I think that's a bit weird to be in this country and be anti-England. I get why people don't support England, but to be anti-England um, and be in this country is a bit weird to me, you know. But I, I was definitely for England purely because I had muddy on it. I had John Stones to score first, 35 to 1. Woo! 35 to 1. Didn't put a tether on it, so I'm not, I'm not balling. But... Uh, I did all right. I did all right. Got my money. Got my money. But um, also, no, sorry. What I'm also doing, I'm watching Japan versus Senegal. I have no kind of uh, inside knowledge on this game. No, no insight on it at all. So I'd put on some wild bet. Just one pound. I'll get £150 back if it comes in. But I doubt it will. I've got players who need to get cards. I don't even know who they are on the pitch. <laughs> Gambling, man. Gambling's fun. If you gamble responsibly, kids, all right? If you start trying to... You have to remortgage the house and, you know, taking out credit cards and hiding it from from your significant other, then maybe you're not gambling responsibly, though. You know? You've got your whole family convinced that you've bought the house. Now I, I remortgage it. We're actually renting. That car, yeah, that car's not even real. No, it's just a cardboard cutout of a car... You know, you don't, please don't go into the, please go into the garage. Don't touch the car, don't touch the car. It just collapses in. <laughs> it's just cardboard boxes underneath some tarpaulin. Yeah, I sold a car. Had an inside, uh, had, a te- had a tip for, for Ascot. 40 to 1, if it came in, we'd be millionaires. But um, I was at Ascot this week. I was at African Ladies' Day on Thursday. I say African Ladies' Day, it's Ladies' Day, but... The event I went with was called African Ladies Day because you guessed it, it was African ladies that went. And you no, know it was really fun. It was really fun. Um, had a laugh there. It, it was just funny just to see people's reaction to um, a group of African ladies in traditional African wear. People um, took photos. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with taking photos if you're generally interested in a different culture and you've never seen it before and it's novel. I think that's the right thing to do. Ask questions interact, engage, take photos. All right, fair enough. That's cool. But if you take photos without doing the, you know, the interaction and the engaging, then that's a bit weird. It's not a zoo. Funny, it's just like I saw a few people do it, just walking past them, just kind of slyly taking their phone out. It's like really creepy. And we was waiting at Embankment Station for the coach to pick us up. There's this group of white guys... Get, like old old guys 
like in their like middle aged guys, not should say old, middle aged. You can tell their face it's just it's always been something that they want to do. Oh, you know I'd love to be with a blackbird. You can see I can see in their eyes. I can tell that their internet search history is dark. <laughs> Uh, their favourite flavour is chocolate. They may not say it publicly, but it's there. And yeah, they could have stood anywhere, but they just gathered right next to the ladies. Like they want to invade Africa again. But, <laughs> but it was fun, man. It was a fun trip. It's a fun trip. And, um, you know, everyone just had a good time, chilled out, relaxed. You have to keep telling people, don't feel self-conscious. Because, you know, I saw last year, like, comments. You might have seen videos, viral videos of people, like, dancing, doing candy dance and stuff, sound systems. And all the negative comments in those videos, but, you know, the decorum and Royal Ascot, were all from, like, black people. Falling for that respectability politics. No. Anyone making those comments never been to Ascot, because Ascot, yeah, it's called Royal Ascot, but the only thing royal about it is the Queen being there. Everything else? No. Got people banging behind like hot dog vans. People having fights, vomiting, punching a horse. I didn't see anyone punch a horse. Uh, but <laughs> but that's got to think that could happen. Ascot. It's just people just trying to win money and if they don't, they'll just drink, drink it away. And it's just a good laugh. <clears throat> and yeah, so it was fun. And then Friday I went there again with my mates um, just to waste more money on horses, something I don't know anything about. The first day I went, I spent <clears throat> £22 on the first bet. I won £22.50. Second bet, put £20 on, got £20 back. Um, and then yesterday, got put £60 on horses, got £44 back. But it's all good because John Stones made me win my money back. I said the first goal in the game would be a header. And also said that uh, John Stones would score first. So, you know, I'm up. I'm up on the World Cup betting. But um, enough about that, the World Cup betting and stuff. What, what's been going on in the world? Um, what happened today? Jay Huss, I found out, got arrested for... Right, let me, let me find it again. Because the way this crime is named... It is so... I don't know, it's hard for me to understand. I understand what the crime is, but... Here it is, here it is. This, this is what it's called. Yeah, he's arrested on suspicion of carrying a knife. I don't get how you're arrested on suspicion of carrying a knife or a bladed object, right? Because for me, the suspicion is when I haven't searched you and then... It's no longer suspicious, it's confirmed when I search you and I find the knife on you. Like, why am I still under suspicion of having a knife? You either found it or you didn't. I mean, I'm not trying to back Jay Huss. I, I don't know him. I don't, I don't know the situation. I don't know the details. Uh, I'm not going to say he's right or wrong for carrying a knife. I don't, I, I, don't know. I don't know. I just don't get how someone can be under suspicion of carrying a knife after being searched. But what that implies to me is you're under suspicion of carrying a knife. Can I search your vehicle? Can I search you? No. Okay, but then I'm going to arrest you under suspicion of carrying a knife. All right. Fine. 
And then now you have to search to find a knife in my possession. <clears throat> but I don't know. But what's messed up for him? He had two festivals. He's meant to be at wireless. He ain't going. He's meant to be at Transmit Festival in Glasgow as well. He ain't going. Fresh Island Festival as well. He ain't going. Because he is... He's been... Um, what's the word? Remanded. Under custody. So. Boy. Jay Huss. But I can't lie. Um, even though I know who Jay Huss is, my brain has filed him in the same folder as Notes. So I was about to start singing a song and I thought, actually, I'm not sure if that's Notes or Jay Huss. Jay Huss is the fisherman, isn't it? Boss man, let me get a two-two drink. Yeah, with some, on Samantha with Dave. Yeah, I know Jay Huss. <clears throat> Hopefully... Hopefully, uh, justice prevails, I guess, you know. I'm all for uh, fighting against institutionalised racism. You know, hey, black people, we're getting stopped and searched more than other people. That's racism. But that's where the racism stops, because if you stop and search me and I have a knife on me, then, boy, <laughs> there's not much I can, not much I can do there. No. Is that why I don't get too annoyed when police, uh, like police have stopped? They stopped me once, and they all say, uh, "Yeah, well, go why stop me? Go, you, you match the description." In my head, I was like, well, well, "What the hell does that mean?" Guy straight to my face with six foot black and male. I was like, "Oh, yeah, right, fair enough. That, <laughs> that's me." Guess don't be waste your time arresting little Chinese girls. Um, so. You know, like I said, hopefully justice prevails. I can't say free Jay Huss on the T-shirt. <laughs> I don't, don't really back <coughs> things like that. Jeez, I'm coughing so much. I don't know why. Oh, dear. But, talking about, like, <coughs> racism and xenophobia and all that good stuff. It's one of the things I was happy I wasn't out watching England perform. Because that's one thing. Every England fan just wants England to win because it's the country they're born in. It's the country they're from. You know, for every one person like that who just likes football, there's always another twat. That whenever England win, just this unrelated xenophobia comes out. They're like, Woo, just won six one. Fuck the Germans. It's just like what? What has this got to do with Germany? <laughs> All the time. All the time. These England fans end up talking about like the war, the war, the only war. And so I think like kids and people my age actually think that when it comes to like British history, it's it's actually English history, and there's only ever been two wars, World War One and World War Two, and England won them both. Not like, <clears throat> do you know how ridiculous that is. Not even as a country, the UK. One, even though that isn't the case anyway. Yeah, ignoring the actual help from the Soviet Union and the United States of America and the other countries in the Commonwealth, France, as <laughs> all these other countries that are involved in these world wars. It's like no, England. <laughs> so that's got nothing to do with flipping Harry Kane. He was born in bloody Chingford in the 1990s. Really, it's like, ah, it's annoying. It's annoying. But, <clears throat> talking about that, 
Well, not exactly that, but uh, I read this story. A suspected illegal immigrant was treated to a bag of chips by police after they picked him up on the side of the motorway. The officers from Leicester Police tweeted a selfie of themselves sharing a snack with the hungry man whose face was blacked out. One wrote, he's not eating for days, we've not eaten for hours, so we've all shared some fine English cuisine, a bag of chips. Twitter user Natalie Coyne commended the gesture and called it a lovely picture. But another wrote, what does that say to other possible illegal immigrants? What does that say? They're going to come over here, try to escape war and genocide, probably watch their old family be slaughtered, yeah? And then, you know, risking their life to get across a whole continent they've never been before, can't speak any languages, yeah? And they come over here, probably risk being deported anyway. And we're just going to give them chips. Not on my watch. No, this ain't the country. This ain't the country that I was born in. This ain't the country that my granddad fought for. <laughs> your grand, Why your granddad didn't fight? Your granddad was a bloody chef in the army. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know. I don't know. But, um... I see nothing about racism. These about the head of communication Netflix got kicked out and sacked for using the N-word um, from what I've read not in any aggressive way just kind of used it as they kept saying in a descriptive way like I don't know what that means like for them to keep emphasising he's used it in a descriptive way made me think oh there's a way he's allowed to use it there was a highlight that he used it in front of black people which made it worse <clears throat> you know it's alright mate when they're not about Drop the N-bomb as much as you want, but when they're there, you know what I mean? Don't use it in a descriptive way. Just use it as a noun. Just call someone the N-word. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeez, I don't know. I don't know. But I guess it's good. I guess because we always, um, you know, when these things come out years after and go, oh, see, these companies don't do anything when racism happens. I guess, you know, it happened and Netflix did something about it, so... I mean, I guess that they've bought my loyalty as a black customer. <laughs> Netflix is probably one of the only subscriptions I've got that I pay for. And uh, I'm happy I haven't been forced to have to pretend to protest an, another company. <clears throat> I mean, grind, I haven't bought anything from H&M since the whole monkey jumper thing. But um, I haven't got rid of my H&M clothes either. <laughs> I can't protest all these things. What's his name? Triple X, XXX Tentacion. He he died. Got shot. <clears throat> That's another person you might be protesting because of his domestic violence. Yeah, you know. I've got him, R. Kelly. Uh, but never Michael Jackson. Never protest Michael Jackson. He's different. He wasn't found guilty. What? The other people didn't go to trial and weren't found guilty either. Oh, what? They did go to trial and they weren't found guilty. Oh, right. But you still suspect they did it, so you've you've acted that way. All right, I see. I see no hypocrisy there. So as me, I've just never claimed to boycott anything. I just, I just, there's no other dedication to boycott things. If I don't buy it, I don't buy it. Fine. But I, I can't make a 
you know, big old statement saying, I'm no longer buying this product. I'm too fickle. And if it becomes cheaper than an alternative product, then I'm, I'm going for it. Fuck it. Oh, jeez. My chest. Oh, dear. What else happened in the world? Saudi Arabia. Women allowed to drive. No, that's that's that's, um, that's amazing, absolutely amazing. But what also is amazing that uh, that the UK and the US haven't tried to bomb democracy into Saudi Arabia. <laughs> that's whenever I hear, okay, they try to go, oh, you know, we need to invade this country because the way they treat women, FGM, F- FGM happens, and yeah, they treat women like second class citizens and. In these African countries, this other Asian country, another country with black and brown people, it is terrible. And it's like Saudi Arabia has just let women drive. And it, well, I wonder what's has that's got nothing to do with money, nothing to do with money and the amount of money and trade deals that they have with the US and the UK. Why neither of those countries have ever invaded Saudi Arabia to bomb democracy into Saudi Arabia. I just find that absolutely amazing. But um, yeah, each their own. I'm I'm not a I'm not a military strategist. I don't claim to be one. I'd be the worst. Um, so I do I do respect that there is a <clears throat> there is like a ministry of defence in this country. You know, I live quite a peaceful life. Probably partly to do with that. Um, you know, but. Can we please, like, you know, try to keep some kind of consistent energy when it comes to invading countries? You know, can't you just let women drive? I mean, I guess letting women drive isn't as bad as cutting off the clitoris, right? Don't, you know, when, when I take a step back and think about it, probably not equal forms of, you know, the patriarchy. But um, <laughs> still bad. Still bad. Um... Preferably none of those things happen. But, um, you know, we'll work towards that. What else? I don't think anything else has happened in the world that's really taken note. Um, actually, how can I say that? I'm watching Senegal play and bloody Alan Sugar. If you didn't see his tweet, he tweeted, I recognise some of these guys from the beach in Marbella. Multitasking, resourceful chaps. That was him commenting on... The Senegal, Senegalese national team lined up pre-match, and what's been photoshopped into the picture is all sunglasses on on mats in front of them. Now, here's the thing about this tweet: is it <coughs> offensive? Yeah. Is it funny? <coughs> um, Slightly, yes, it is. It's actually kind of funny. It's a fu- it's a funny tweet, all right. Can't lie, it made me chuckle. But I also thought you're a dick <laughs> because I laughed. Doesn't mean you're not a dick for what you said, and it also does mean you're not accountable for what you said. <clears throat> um, I mean, and rightly so. He's had to apologise. But why do you make people apologise though? Some people say that I need to be kicked off the apprentice. He is the apprentice. You know, you can't just kick him off the apprentice. But um, 
I don't know. It's just like it's that's pure pub banter. You keep that um you keep that among your mates, you keep that in the WhatsApp group, you keep it in there. Don't put it on Twitter. Cause you you'll get dragged for that. Too many people tweet wild things. I mean I've uh I don't think I've I don't think I've tweeted anything wild. I've done the key searches, you know, just the word search in your name. I don't think I've even used the N word on Twitter. Um I haven't said anything homophobic. Nothing about dark skin or light skin. I don't think I've write anything like that. I think what I might do, I might just write gay, dark, dark skin, trans, women, disabled, black, Muslim. <laughs> just write just keywords. Just only one tweet. And there's underneath it going for everyone try to search to find dirt on me, try harder. I do that, I'll challenge someone, I'll forget that I've said something on video somewhere, someone's got a bloody recording of it. I mashed out my face and I was like 18. So uh, probably, probably, I probably won't put that challenge out there. <clears throat> I don't need to bring that energy towards me. <laughs> but um ah jeez. My throat is so dry. <clears> oh, <throat> Sorry about that, having to keep it clear in my throat. Oh, dear. I keep on going back to the World Cup. I guess when I'm watching the World Cup and I'm a big World Cup fan. Who likes VAR? The video-assisted refs. I'm, I'm a fan of it. I'm a big fan of the VAR. What I don't understand, though, is why these VAR referees have to wear the full kit, though. Like, I would have just said no. This is, this is absolutely no need. Okay. No need for me to wear this full kit. Everyone knows I'm the VAR ref. I'm in the room watching 10 million screens to see if this guy was offside before this other guy punched the other guy in the face down the other end of the field. You know, you don't, I don't need to wear the full kit. It's absolutely needless. But um, I don't think there's anything else to talk about this week. I don't think I've seen... Anything? Let me have watched anything on TV. Jeez, there's another corner. So it's one of the bets that I was going to put on to have uh, lots of corners in this game. And um, it's happening. These corners are happening, but didn't back it. Didn't back it. I was going to do both teams to score and then just numbers of corners, cards. So there's only six corners. Five to Senegal, though. Jeez. Um, but... What else is there to say? Uh, there is anything else to say. Right, so I guess we'll go to Dear Deirdre then. <clears throat> oh, jeez. This bloody throat. Shoo. Um, dear Deirdre, where are you? Where are you, Dear Deirdre? Yeah, so last week the sound cut out when I was... Dear Deirdrean, so I've had to find the two stories that I was reading when the sound cut out. So I'll go back to those. Um, I won't read them in order. Keep me interested. <clears throat> right, first one. Here it is. I feel like a loser. Oh, oh, no. I feel like a loser. I've never given my wife an orgasm in 15 years. Dear Deirdre, I've never been able to give my wife an orgasm and it's putting me off making love altogether. We've been together for 15 years and I'm 40 and she's 38. 
For years, our sex life has just been for the sake of my satisfaction. <laughs> How else is sex done? You know what I mean? Uh, she doesn't get anything out of it, which makes me feel bad. That's her issue. As long as you get to finish, mate. It's all that matters. That's what sex is about. My orgasm. And <laughs> I talked to my wife about it for years and asked her what I could do. But she doesn't like to talk about it. Here's the kicker, though. I heard her talking to her best friend saying she has orgasm when she dreams about other men. I'm devastated and I feel like such a loser. Right. So, so here's the issue, then. It's not yours, mate. You get your orgasm. If she wants to only get orgasms in her dreams, then that's her issue. Forget her. Well, but don't mean forget her. You are married to her and it's your wife and it's probably your marriage and you should probably, you know, work on that to make sure you're both happy. But other than that, forget her. If it's for 15 years and she's still with you, have you got any kids? Because um, you've got to remember as well, the female orgasm has no, uh, there's no evolutionary uh, necessity, I don't think. I don't think it does. I mean, I don't know. I've been watching The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> so maybe my attitude to women and sex has, has been unduly influenced by that show. If you haven't watched The Handmaid's Tale, I'm watching the first season. It is wild. Slow moving, but I like it. I like anything that's a bit dystopian. I think that's because I'm a all-round positive, fun guy. That I just like anything that shows the world in a very dreadful way. It's fun for me. So I've been distracted. Sido Marnie is about to run through. Right, dear Deirdre, I had a threesome with my girlfriend and another man on holiday and I wish I never agreed to it. Okay, so the way that's written is, it was her idea. Last month, my girlfriend and I got into a threesome with another guy. But now I cannot stop remembering the pleasure he got from her and how much she appeared to like it too. I'm 24 and my girlfriend is 22. We went on holiday to Benidorm and met a local guy around my age in one of the clubs. Well, is he some kind of swinging club? He's a builder like me, but we had... He's a builder like me, so we had lots in common and chatted all night. All right, fair enough. Not a reason for you to have a threesome, but, you know, I've met people on holiday before, got on, and ended up in bed with them, especially if they're a dude. Um, at closing time, we walked to the beach and lay down all very drunk I started to kiss my girlfriend he the guy walked off because he understands social cues and etiquette and it's like well there's no need for me to be here nice talking to you guys but I'm going but I called him back and suggested he come and join in well then that's you mate everything that happens in this story is your fault I hope you understand this my girlfriend was reluctant to that first but she, there you go she didn't even want to do it but she warmed to warmed up after a bit he kissed her and she kept asking if i was okay with it because she was dripping i added that bit i found it a huge turn on so this is you mate this is all your perversions this so sometimes fantasies have to stay being fantasized and not fulfilled we started to have sex and she was pleasuring him oh, jesus christ i turned away to brush the sand off me and when i spun around he was having sex with her <laughs> I've read this so many times, this bit, and this still makes me laugh. It's just, imagine his outrage. Do you know what I mean? Just like, you brought me the plate of food. I, I was going to eat it. What, what do you expect me to do? You brought me the plate, the food, a knife and fork, and even napkins. 
And now you're shocked I'm eating the food. Get out of here. Jeez. Do you know other guys who who do more with even fewer cues and OKs? He was ready to go home and you invited him in to get involved. That's not his fault. There he goes. He was very well endowed. There it is. And that made me feel a bit inadequate. She even complained it was too big at one point and stopped. There you go. Oh, Avier. Oh, no. Oh, my God. You're massive. Oh, you're, you're like twice the size of Gary. Maybe three times the size of Gary. Oh, have you not? Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, no. Oh, oh. My lung. <laughs> oh god can't breathe oh no we've got to stop oh god gary's like shall we go shall we go home no i'm not saying we're going home i just need to stop for a bit oh god rearrange me off a long have go on let's go again oh have oh oh Oh, oh. Gary's now just there making himself a sandwich. He's just looking out to sea, watching boats at night. He's crying to himself. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Avier. <laughs> oh, dear. Trying to get involved. Javier and his girlfriend has pushed him off. Can, 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 I, can, I, can I join back in? No, no Gary, no, 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 you're messing up our rhythm. Oh, no, oh, Javier again. Oh, it's in my neck. You're doing me from behind and it's in my neck. <laughs> He's just like, boom, boom, boom. See, see, see. See, 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 rapido, 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 rapido. <laughs> oh dear, we did pretty much everything except I didn't have sex with him because I'm straight. All right, mate, if you tell yourself that. Every few days I find myself thinking about this whole experience. I wouldn't say I'm jealous, but it's the image of her kissing him, touching his body so intimately, and the obvious pleasure they were both getting that I cannot wipe. From my mind. I haven't mentioned it to my girlfriend how I feel. And she's not brought up the subject of this guy since we came home. Has she completely forgotten our threesome? Or does she secretly remember the way he made her feel and wish she could repeat it? Mate, she is in the kitchen with cucumbers. You're like, babe, I thought we had uh, I thought we had cucumbers for salad. She's like, oh, no, 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 I am... Um, no, I, I used it for 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 for, for, for salad. I, yeah. Well, yeah, you whole cucumber. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Nope. She was outside the fridge. Going, oh, have yeah, memories. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, mate, <clears throat> mate, mate, mate. I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but that's it's all your fault. Oh, you fault. Um, I hope your life falls apart as a result of your own sick, twisted perversions. You know, well-endowed Spanish man. Have sex with your lady, even when neither your lady or 
the well-endowed Spanish man wanted to do this. Oh dear. Wow, what, what about this one story? My cheating wife keeps coming back in my life and now she's playing the victim. How? How? <clears throat> I bet she cries. That's what it is. Don't fall for her crying. My cheating wife keeps coming back in my life and she's lashing out about my work fling. Oh dear. I had a short steamy fling with a woman from work. My wife had just left me and she and said she wouldn't return, but she did. I'm 39 and I've been married for eight very difficult years. My wife is 35 and my friends warned me off her. I wish I'd listened. She soon started having risky affairs with young men she met online and our sex life became non-existent. What do you mean she's soon? What, soon after you got married? Then end it then. Then she walked out on me, clearing out our savings account as she went. She sounds like a catch. My mates told me not to let her back, but I did. You're a mug. Six months down the line, and she went again. She left me a letter saying the marriage was over for good. And I was so worried I told police she was missing. Cool. Uh, when I showed them the letter, they just said not to worry and that to find someone new. Is that the police? <laughs> this is no longer police, Marin. Mate, before you call us again, please get with someone else. <clears throat> I was torn between worrying, blaming myself, and yet feeling relieved that she'd gone. I imagine. It's like a disease. A colleague I'd worked with for years dragged me out for a drink after work. She could see what the state I was in. She's 41 and divorced and has been eyeing up your crotch for years. She's like, if I could get him alone by the photocopier, I will destroy him. She spent the night listening to me. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Biting her lip, staring at your crotch. That's what she was doing. Listen to me and said, I should get my wife out of my head. I had too much to drink and I stayed at her flat. There it is. Nothing happened that night. All right. But it did the next night when we saw one another again. And it was brilliant. <laughs> I bet it was. You've been in an eight-year horrible marriage of a cheating wife. Cheats with guys online. Cleared out your saving account. And you've got this one woman. She didn't even have to listen to you, but she did. It would have felt immense. <clears throat> she was so sexy and kind she made me a sandwich nut. <laughs> she was so sexy and kind, and I saw her four times in all, but I was still married and knew my behaviour was wrong. Oh, mate, you are dreadful. I ended the fling and that was hard. You are a prick. You're not. You're married, technically. You're separated, though. Then my wife called me and said that she was coming home. No, you're not. Get out. She said she loved me and that things would change. The woman from work got in touch as she heard my wife had returned. Exactly, saying, don't be a dick. She begged me to get divorced and I couldn't agree. I hope your wife clears out more of your savings account, you sap. She then got in touch with my wife and told her about our affair. Oh, God, you like crazy women. My wife went berserk, forgetting, she, forgetting that she had left me at the time. Now she wants us to move away, but I've told her I can't because of my job. She keeps lashing out that I had an affair. <clears throat> oh, jeez, sorry, Japan on my score. Now she's the victim and I am the big villain, apparently. Mate, leave. Please leave or get some kind of counselling for yourself. That, you know, you get a backbone. Because this is just... It's just like, 
you're being taken advantage of in such a horrible way. Where are your your mates? Your mates have tried to tell you. Everyone's tried to tell you. So just enjoy your shit relationship because it's clearly what you like. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> I think that's all. Um, I think that's what I'm going to do today because I want to run over 40 minutes. All right, let's just read this one. Well, uh, can't buy me love. I fell in love with an escort, Jesus Christ, and now she's found a boyfriend and I feel used. What? See, what is wrong with people? You're with an escort, you paid her, and now you feel used. What do you think the transaction was? This woman has two... Right, so I fell in love with an escort, but now I feel used. This woman has two little girls, but had no partner when I met her. Or at least that's what she told me. Oh, you thought you could rescue her. Knight in shining armour. She's 27, I'm 43. I bet you're divorced, aren't you? I bet you're you're that guy who was in that shit marriage before. That's what... This is the... You mean, the, the client of prostitute past. And the client of prostitute future. I paid her for sex and saw her regularly but we got to be closer than that i suffer from depression and i knew there's something else and i'd phone her when i felt really low she was so kind to me i'd always buy her a gift when i saw her and took her out for her birthday i bought her dinner and spent a small fortune on presents for my for my birthday she bought me a card oh wow she's now trained as a proper masseuse and she stopped selling sex that's good but she told me I could pay for a massage from her. That's nice of her. <laughs> you could be a client at my new job. That hurt. After all the money I'd spent on her, she's now got a boyfriend. She said that she likes me, but not in that way. I'm feeling so low, I can't cope. Right, you've got actual depression. So, <clears throat> again, ABC someone. See a counsellor. See a therapist. Stay away from hookers and masseuses because... This time, there will be no happy ending. Ha 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 ha